Welcome everyone to this one time at OU. Really excited today to have a special guest, Eric Larson, uh, OU alum, as well as uh, a man full of good stories. So welcome, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here. This is uh, exciting. I haven't done anything resembling this in quite a while since, well, good grief, since ACRN and then my professional career doing it and then i stopped so this will be fun we'll see how this uh how this goes and if i still sound as my wife would put it like a stupid radio guy when i'm recorded well you sound great way better than i do so eric tell us uh when when did you go to you um i was there from 1992 to 1997 uh so it sounds like a traditional five-year plan but i did manage to uh escape with um uh, both an undergrad and a grad degree so I, I i lucked out so one of those you did under four years you know we've recently we've had a couple of folks uh that graduated under four years is that what's the math like that four years for your undergraduate and three years for your no uh how does that math work it was okay so um i came in with ap credits and you know all that kind of silly stuff and at about three years, I went to see my advisor, um, God rest Bill Miller's soul, as well as Margaret Killos. Um, man, I'm dating myself. My advisors are almost all dead. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, I was told, well, uh, you're done. You, you don't need to do anything else. And I was like, I, I, no, 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 I'm, I'm not done. I, I've got a, a girlfriend and bars to go to, and I've only been here for three years. That's ridiculous. And um, I, it was really fortunate. The timing was just right. They needed a, a TA uh, to uh, teach um, the, uh, what was then, TCOM 200B? I think that's what it was, 200B. Uh, which was audio production. And uh, so I got to stick around and get a, a master's degree. And um, But I stretched out a year master's degree for about a, a year and a half because, you know, I, why would I want to, you know, not stay uh, in Athens? Well, getting a master's degree in a year and a half seems pretty impressive as well. Now, TCOM, my brother was a TCOM major too, and like I'm in telecom today. It's a little different than it was was back then. Did you work at the radio station? Was that your major all along? Was that also your... Um, the master's um, was actually, they called it uh, interpersonal communication, or not, I'm sorry, the undergrad was interpersonal communication. Is that what they called it at the time, INCO? And that, while it was a great degree, and I met, um, again, big shout out to the late, great Margaret Killo, there um professor Killo, um i actually and my wife still thinks i'm an idiot for this and i might be i turned down um i turned down the scripts program to uh to and, and decided not to do it in journalism but then i ended up doing uh television and radio journalism anyway after ou and while i was there um i was uh at acrn and, um, and was uh, I worked at uh, WOUB. Um, I did the, uh, the the late night jazz shift over there, and filled in as the the local guy for morning edition for a while. 
Yeah, there's a close affiliation for WOUB. We've had a couple people talk about that. That's awesome. We always talk about ACRN. It's like, whose idea was it to have a cable radio oh. station? That just seemed, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Have you had anybody in to give a history of this? Has anybody given a history no, of, the, please do. of the green stations and and carrier current and all that stuff? Because I can talk your ear off about this if you want me to. I'm all ears. Go. Uh, first off, ACRN's 50th anniversary, 5-0. Um, good grief. It'll be... Uh, they're going to hold it next year. Um, so this is uh, going to be cool. But anyway, so... Back in the day, they created a number of um, uh, micro-broadcast stations, essentially. And, for example, there was one in Lincoln Hall, and it was carried over the um, electrical current. So if you plugged, I don't know what you plugged in 60-some-odd, 70 years ago to get radio, I guess a radio... <laughs> but if you plugged it in, you could get the signal if you were in Lincoln or Biddle or whatever. And they had one station for each green. Um, at some point, um, a guy named Archie Greer, who was a broadcast professor, came up with the idea to put all of those stations under one umbrella and bring everything together. And ACRN was born. Um well, how do you run out over the electrical current? I don't understand that. The sci I don't know the science behind it. It's 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 called carrier current broadcast. And what it what it did was it allowed the the signal to just go over the uh, the electrical lines. Um, I mean, it's got to be low tech as all get out. I mean, for ACRN, um, you could spend all kinds of time getting a um, a uh, a cable adapter and like when when you know when we were young and you would stick your your cable on the TV with the two prong adapter ACRN the the signal coming out of the cable on that was strong enough that if you just held an adapter near an antenna it would come through so it was just uh, i don't know do you guys send any <laughs> subliminal messages to people oh yeah all the time all the time of course of course <laughs> <laughs> Come drink with us. Find us Megs County Gold. Yeah, that would be... Uh, that's awesome. I learned a lot about that. Now, you bring them all over, but now it's no longer current. It's cable. When it's all cable together. and, of course, internet. It, what, what's cool about ACRN, um, at least in the time I was there and in the time there, and um, I'm, I've been fairly active in the past with their alumni group, is that we do our best to just you know to pass it on to the next group of of students going through when i was there what made it so wonderful is we were self-sustaining um we didn't get uh funding from ohio university we got space from ohio university we were in room 315 down the hall from woub but our phones we paid for um through advertising through um, doing promotional work, through DJing parties and like the hockey, there was a contract with the hockey team and all that kind of fun stuff in order to, to fund it all. And so we were able to kind of structure ourselves as a business, have a little bit of autonomy and try and, and experiment with stuff to do something interesting. I know the, the, 
the uh, God, I'm going to call them kids. The kids who are there now are doing their best really to have almost a media laboratory. It's really cool. Uh, they're doing their, their the, they've got the radio station itself still exists and that's um, online. And um, they're, they're doing, they're recording acts. They're making alternative media. They're, you know, they're trying to experiment and push the envelope because when else are you going to do that? So, um, I don't know. We always, you know, all the alumni are like, oh, you should be doing this. And then we just shut up and let them do their thing because they do a really good job. And I think the proof is in the pudding. If you go out there into and just look around still today and broadcast professionals, there's ACRN alumni. Of course, there's WOEB alumni. They're all out there. And um, and those who are still in that industry who are doing it are, are doing a great job. Yeah, and WOUB, uh, which I'm a fan, they don't have a lobster mas mascot. Do you know any history of the lobster? Ah, ACRN has the lobster. Um, yeah. yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, remember the B-52's Rock Lobster? Yes. Um, allegedly, the first song played when they went um, a more formatted uh, college rock, where they started reporting things to, um, uh, to uh, what was it? It was called um, CMJ, College Music Journal, uh, like the equivalent of Billboard for, for college stations, and to um, other like ratings programs like Billboard and that kind of thing for music. And they're like, the Love Shack isn't really a good motto, right? So, <laughs> well, well, I mean, going from you know, Rock Lobster. I don't know anyone who ever um, perhaps spent an evening with someone else at the station i can't imagine that happening at all <laughs> yeah that's not as catchy as, or as good looking as the lobster now uh did you live when you're at ou did you live in the dorms whereabouts um my first year as a freshman i was in biddle at the bottom of jeff hill um my second year i was in uh lincoln hall and um, then I did the uh, the lazy man's apartment hunt and ended up in um, in uh, let's see it, I don't know it's got a new name now and it's probably had a bunch of different names but Lakeview those those not so great apartments with the horrible elevators and the great smell well that's yeah. good you stayed yeah. away from West Green I, uh, Devin <laughs> who's co-host on the show his kids went there and so it's good and his kids are awesome but when I was there West Green just wasn't the place to be. Uh, what about because you're you're after I graduated in '91, so you're a little bit after. Was uh, we were New South people? Was that the was that the cool place or East Green's always been cool? Ah, New uh, New South was totally cool. Yeah, and um, West Green was always like, Ugh, we don't go there. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I can actually identify anyone I know who lived in West Green. I feel kind of bad about that. I feel like there should be somebody. I, I mean, I must have known somebody who was in in the marching band or something who was out there but I, I i have no idea yeah we had the field commander on the on the uh show of the marching band the field commander of the marching band she's like what west green's the best and i guess it is if you're in athletics it is the place to be or in the marching band and i'm a fan of the marching band for sure but uh yeah it's just funny uh how times change now they uh we're called the dirty south which i think is, is funny yeah, I think so, that's hysterical. New South was actually kind of new. We were kind of jealous of our, our friends on New South 
because they had the uh, the mods with the with the bathroom dedicated to the two two double rooms in the middle and all that kind of stuff and you know i was in like the the dorm with the, the lowest technology humanly possible and you know mass bulk shared showers over at biddle and lincoln well, I don't know. You had electric radio, and we all—I don't remember having that in the New South, but I'm sure we did. Uh, so, <laughs> your time at uh, at uh, ACRN was that where you worked, or did you have other jobs while you're there? Um, let's see. Yeah, no, I started at ACRN right out of the gate. Um, uh, I was—I knew I was going to work. I knew I wanted to work for WOUB, and honestly, when I came to OU, I hadn't heard of ACRN yet. And a friend of mine grabbed me and said, "Hey, come come to a meeting. You're going to like this." Um, a guy I'd met at actually pre-college, we'd managed to reconnect um, right before we up there. He said, hey, come along on this. And we went to the ACRN weekly meeting and we just kind of dove in. And, um, you know, he spent, God, I think he spent four years where he was DJing the, uh, the hockey games and having a great old black, get a little time with that. And, um, and, and, and so ACRN really became... Um, it was family. It was, you know, all, most of my friends came through ACRN and came through the, uh, the work I did there. And, um, and frankly, a lot of them are, are we're, we're, we're still talking. The, the guy who was in charge of that very first meeting I went to, uh, J. Steve Richardson, before I got on online, I, I bumped a message out to uh, an ACRN Facebook group that I'm on. Um, which was previously, God, we had it on, I think for a while there, we had it as a message board on GeoCities back way, way, way back when the internet was new. And, um, and the first words out of his mouth were a shout out to the junction, you know, and I, you know, I met him when he was in charge of that first meeting I walked into as a, as a brand new freshman. Yeah, and that's the reason for our podcast. We just like to reminisce and connect old friends. Now, we had a friend uh, named Rod, red-haired fella, and he worked at ACRN, and he had another friend that was there, and he also had red hair, and he was kind of a heavy-set fellow. Both super Rod was, but his friend were, and I can't remember his name, but he was... Was, um, was, the, was Rod's friend really, really tall? No, Rod was pretty tall. Okay. Because the, the, the only guy I can think of with red hair that I know, and maybe it was, you know, before I got there, wonderful dude named Ben Court, who's still out there in the universe. I see him on Facebook periodically. But, he, God, he had to be pushing 6'8". I don't know. He super tall and bright red hair. No, a different fella, I think, uh... Yeah. So, so, but yeah, but they were very passionate about it. And I think everyone, everyone who was there, because uh, I mentioned my brother worked there for a while, and then also WOUB. I think if you're a TCOM major, you know, you're fortunate to have WORB, uh, WOUB there, because it's, uh, um, it's just a great, great way to get your internship and get the hours and get the credit and do what you would in the real world. So that's super. I hope it continues. Oh yeah, no, OUB was was an amazing experience. I would recommend that any kid who goes to God, I'm doing it again. I'm only 46, but they're all kids now. Um, and anybody who's going to OU now who's interested in broadcasting or media production, dive in to it. There, there are so many opportunities to to learn well and and meet 
people and, and get jobs. And even if you don't end up doing it professionally, I know, you know, I, I, there's a, a, fr a friend of mine I met at ACRN is, a, is an op ophthalmologist, you know, he's an eye doctor, but he enjoyed it and he loves music and he, that's, you know, was his, his outlet in between, you know, heavy duty science undergrad. Um, and WOUB, uh, shoot, that was my college job. I, they, <laughs> they paid me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not, a, a not a lot, but they paid me. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you got did you get paid to like be a DJ then? Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> I worked. Um, I well, I mean, it was it was it was basically it was a ten hour a week, you know, university job. Um, but it was you know I wasn't. I, I, I was being a, a jazz DJ at night. My first job actually was on the AM station. I got up. I had to get up early every morning to uh, do. Um, uh, the morning edition local hosting on the AM station at so I had to be on the air at 6 a.m. but I'm like I'm, I'm gonna get paid to do radio so can't can't complain it was awesome and uh, then I went over to the FM side and I worked late night instead and um, I worked most summers um, full-time over yeah. the over the summer summers so. are great um, in Athens I only spent one if I would have known how much fun they were I would probably would have spent them all because that is it is just a different way of looking at Athens, and, and it's super. Well, I think that's awesome that you're the, the a DJ. And I would imagine, though, even if you're out at the junction late at night, going in and talking on the radio is better than, say, bailing hay. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely agree. So, yeah, no, it was. I think I was. I mean, uh, there's. Uh, there are so many good stories that people have about Athens and OU and so many positive feelings about it that there's got to be something about that place because for me, I, was, I just felt lucky all the time. I mean, it's a podcast. I was, you know, I was happier than a pig and shit, you know? <laughs> so. no, it, is, it is a magical time. And, you know, uh, we've done some stories on the haunted Athens and maybe it's like, I don't know, all the burial cemeteries indian burial grounds who knows but there's a certain essence of athens and that's what uh, certainly led us here today so i, I agree a hundred percent yeah and you know i mean shoot i met my wife there my you know my best friends are from there so yeah well tell me some good so if you met your wife well tell me how you guys met and tell me one of your craziest moments that you had at OU. <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, I'll do the, the easy one first. And my children aren't going to listen to it, so anything's okay. Okay, okay. Well, I met my wife at Ohio University at, um, at WOUB, actually, in the morning. Um, one of the professional broadcasters who worked there was finishing his I think it was I can't remember if he was on vacation or if he was finishing his master's thesis at the time but I would fill in for him on the FM side so um, like here in Cincinnati where I am now you know you've got the, the local person who talks um, in between things on NPR that that was the the fill-in job and she was a journalism student working in the WOUB newsroom and so I met her we're both both definitely looking our best at about 5:45 in the morning, um, dealing with uh, you know getting ready to go on the air and figuring out what was going to be you know put out there this morning. You know the wild and crazy Athens traffic reports and all that. You know, um, and 
And then I just, you know, I kind of followed her around and eventually asked her out and it, it worked out. I mean, we only broke up, I don't know, 70 or 80 times during our, our time there. And well, you know uh, what you guys meeting like that, you know what everyone looks like in the morning, so that's always That's true. That's good. Yeah. And craziest story. Uh, one of the fests um, at the barn. Did you ever get down to the, the house that had the that was named the barn? It was on um, was it Mill Street? I want to say. Um, um, no, I, I don't. Yeah. Blissfully, nobody was hurt or anything. It wasn't like a you know a four-story porch, but the the porch went down, and we tried to put it back up with duct tape so the owners of the house wouldn't get in trouble with the landlord. Um, let's see, crazy stories. Um, We've had stories of people doing flaming shots, catching their face on fire, streakers, <laughs> uh, losing cars, people getting arrested, um, people sleeping with. And waking up, not sure what happened. Um, I had that one time. Didn't Couldn't figure out where I was. And find out, uh, uh-oh, things are bad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, so, I mean. It seems uh, like happy fun stories, though. Happy fun stories. Okay, I, here's here's a good one. I mean, I, I don't want to overstate the uh, drinking that went on, but it definitely went on. Um, I remember there was one morning I'd been out uh, with my friend Jason, last name Deleted and was somewhere, it was a big honking party, out on the west side of Athens somewhere. And I had no idea where the heck I was. And um, I know I'd, I, but I, I know I'd gotten there with Jason and that he had a Jeep. He had a, he had a Jeep that he had driven. And so I'm kind of, you know, looking around trying to figure out, well, which, I don't even know, I wasn't even sure which way to turn. Do I go left or right? Which is going to take me back up the hill into town and then, you know, back, back to, uh, at the time, I think, yeah, I would have been, I would have had my apartment down at Court and Carpenter. And, um, and, and, and all of a sudden I see Jason waking up in his Jeep and he stands up and he's stark naked in, in, he apparently had slept in his Jeep. And he's like, I don't know where my clothes are, but do you need a ride? <laughs> he got me home. Well, that's good that it's uh, it was Jason and not you that uh, <laughs> had that situation. Yeah, so he got me home. Oh, that was that was a weird one. Oh, God, I'm sure there's a billion of them that I'm forgetting. Yeah, we always as I find as soon here. as we quit talking is when they all coming back because I mean we just talk about OU was just a good place. Everyone was friendly. They had good live music. Um, it's just yeah. a good place. I look forward to getting back there. Now we always like to talk about what do you like most about OU and what do you like most about Athens? Oh my God. Well Every time we go back, we definitely always... I'm going to QN and say, that's where I met my wife. Well, there's that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's where I met my wife. Delightful. Delightful woman. Uh, <laughs> love her to death. Um, I think, I mean, first off, I always have to say um, uh, Casa Nueva has been the, the place for me to go. I went, I mean, I had my 21st birthday there. And every time we go, we go back. Here's a little-known tidbit for you. If you're going to be in Athens and somebody says, hey, bring me casa, they, will, um, not, they don't have to cook it. 
and they'll they'll store it and like freeze it up for you so that you can get it somewhere although it's not quite as good because then it's not cooked in their ovens at you know the billion degree temperature or whatever they use um but no, i didn't know that we've had casa on grace was on and everyone seems to go back casa certainly is the go-to when i was there it was just a little pricey because i couldn't really afford to eat there much as a student but going back it's certainly a go-to yeah good grief is it ever a go-to but the the other part to that is is that it's the place where we go now as adults and when we we see people who who are you know from seeing people in athens or if we're um uh or or if like like my wife um was on a couple committees that brought her back to athens a few times and that's where you know she would meet her former advisors for a drink or for dinner um and where things happened and I, that was just such a, a delightful place um i loved 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 working at acrn i loved the experiences i got at wub um uh one of my friends on the facebook group asked me to give a shout out to the nickelodeon r.i.p and <laughs> um uh dance 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 yeah man <laughs> what was it 80s dance night is that what it was called night yeah it would I, have I to be remember that being like a they had some drink special we went for but i remember kind of being a dance club yeah yeah um there was a stretch there where acrn went there all the time and we uh <clears throat> drank underage what 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 no um and uh yeah being able to to walk everywhere delightful um just that's just an understatement people don't realize how important walking is like uh, my son in college he, he walks but his buildings are all closed he's in a downtown environment it's just mm -hmm. athens was just pretty and just it's just a good place to be outside yeah well i i had an epiphany um a few years ago we moved um to you know we, we finally got around to getting the bigger house to hold the rest of the you know the two kids and you know everything like that and when we moved in it dawned on me that it had been 24 years since i had been unable to where i walked i could walk just about everywhere because i was in athens and then i lived and worked in washington dc near a metro and then um, when i moved back up to cincinnati um, we moved to, um, we got an apartment in Clifton, which is a walking neighborhood. It had a grocery store and a movie theater and everything else at the time. And, you know, the, uh, my work wasn't that far away. And, and the suburban difference is kind of, it was, it was a bit of a culture shock for me. And it went, it went back to my experience at Athens. It was, so that was kind of fun, kind of nice. Yeah, definitely. I live in a neighborhood now. I can walk to the grocery and stuff, but I didn't, I, I can't think very few times i have in my life so i'm i'm grateful for this you're right about that and uh athens you said you spent summer there as well so you saw all the seasons what's your favorite time in athens would it be a spring oh. fall see all the seasons have good things you know summer is just delightful uh you know all the hippie girls getting tans um, it's, it's terrible, but Athens, I <laughs> got him to sound like a lecherous old man, but Athens is great for the seasons because it's really, it's, it's, um, it's sweater season and, and then it's, um, sundress season, <laughs> and, you know, that, that kind of thing. But I gotta say, I just loved summer. I loved being there in the summer. It was yeah. 
just a a wonderful thing to do. You know, I went to work, I took a couple classes, and uh, the rest of the time it was, you know, learning how to how to be an adult, but in Athens, where you know it was it was that magical bubble that you're surrounded by. So. Yeah, I was a fan of the whole spring in Athens. It just seemed like, I don't know, I guess maybe we having Spring Fest and things like that. It was, it was, it was just enjoyable. But, but I was a fan of all, all the seasons. Um, but spring was certainly my favorite. Um, well, as we wind down our episode today, I want to say thank you. And right. uh, tell, us, tell us one last thing that you like so much about Athens. Well, I got to jump in for a second because remember how we found you. And how we, why my my wife originally reached oh, out to you? Yeah, that's what we're, that's our that's our final thing because this is this is a great story. This is I thought showing my love for Athens and doing a podcast was cool, but I think you want to up me. Ah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So I'm I'm holding a copy of it here, and amazingly, Facebook reminded me today that today is the uh, I believe eighth anniversary of the first printing of the completely unauthorized Ohio University coloring book. Um, because I, it popped up Facebook memories and it told me it had the, uh, there, there it was, the, the cover was on the, the industrial printer um, at the print house that we had. But we, we made the completely unauthorized Ohio University coloring book for students, former students, people who wish they were students, fifth year seniors, townies, and your mom. And um, had a wonderful time putting it all together um, for uh, a number of years it was sold at Follett's um, uh, Follett's of course is, is has closed down about was it about a year and a half ago but it's at the um, uh, the Dairy Barn Cultural Arts Center now um, we've got a website if anybody wants to check it out ocoloringbook.com if you can you know it's an easy one to remember um and and yeah one day my wife and i sat down and said we should do something crazy and we figured you know maybe six or seven of our friends would buy one out of out of pity and um we did the stupid thing of doing a, a pre-offer saying hey we're gonna have this if you want it if you want to you know get it right out of the gate pre you know we're doing pre-sales and um Next thing we knew, we had like 250 orders, and we're like, oh, my God, we have to finish this thing. <laughs> and so we did. And um, it's been through two printings, and, and uh, yeah, I, need, I should send you a few so you can, you can pass them out to your listeners and friends. I need to do that. Yeah, please do. And what's that website again? Because I, I've been on it, I've seen them, and it is super cool. OUcoloringbook.com. How can you forget that? <laughs> you cannot forget that. Now, I've seen it where you have the sample pages, and it has... Um, well, the burrito buggies on there is it, yeah. is it just different places around Athens? Yeah, primarily. Um, I'm a I'm a lawyer now, so we thought to ourselves, God, are we going to get sued? And um, there's some wonderful wonderful uh, uh, law out of Ohio, um, actually from Cleveland, out of the um, of pictures and drawings of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that basically said you can't you know prevent people from creating something with your building you know if it, it's out there it's in the public um so you know we've got well i mean all kinds of things the iconic stuff you got the convo you can color in a wonderful picture of uh, jacob lindley ou's first president 
some haunted Athens images, like the, um, uh, what's that, uh, that angel gravestone to the sacred memory of the unknown dead who rest here, that one. I'm yes. sure you talked about that at the uh, haunted yeah, we, one. We did, for sure. Um, the Athena. Um, let's see, we did a, uh, a notable alumni uh, word search. Um, let's see, College Gate, Memod. Um, you know, your first tattoo, um, uh, what's that? Oh, oh, the, um, you know, the, the, the graffiti wall down, um, on the hill. Yeah. Much smaller now, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's, um, that's great. How many things are not around Athena, I guess. <sighs> now the Athena's still there, isn't it? Well, there was it... two movie theaters, right? So right. The, the other one went away, and the Athena's still there. Okay. I think the Athena's still there. Um, you know, a fake ID for you to color in, so you can. Oh, that's classic. That's you can great. do your thing. The we talked about yeah. those on the episode before. Yeah. Um, some things that'll flashback for you and me, but mean nothing to people today, like the uh, the forms that are on the wall and the slots for your FAFSA and your scholarships and your transfer student information and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've got logos of a bunch of our uh, favorite bars. Um... You know the things, the things you enjoy, and that you might find in a coloring, you know, a coloring or activity book. And we've got a draw your favorite professor page. The, uh, you know, I snuck in a couple of um, uh, Easter eggs, like, uh, oh, what the heck is the name of that car? The King Midget car that used to be made in Athens. We've got a, a page of the, uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five. The six way cross you know, up at the corner of uh, Union and Court, and in the back of it's a little kid midget at the corner, you know, that, that kind of fun weirdness. Um, and, What yeah. a great idea. What a great, like, husband-wife, like, project to do together, too, because I'm sure it was a blast making it. Oh, man, yeah, absolutely. We had a good, it, it, it we, <laughs> we stayed up way too late and, <laughs> and got it done, so... Um, if I can, one last thing, a big shout out to um, Professor Bob Stewart, um, I should say Dean of the J School. Um, he retired and um, cleaned out his office and said his goodbyes, I think it was yesterday. So um, a big congratulations to him and, uh, and enjoy retirement. So. Yes, well a shout out to 62, he announced his retirement after 33 years, so that's... Uh that's a long time. Yep, indeed. Way to go, Mr. Stewart. Um, <laughs> well, good. Again, thanks for being on the show, and we look forward to uh, taking a look at the coloring book and uh, learn more about the a uh, ACRN. I do. Uh, I am a member of their Facebook page, so uh, maybe we'll have you back to talk some more about the, the radio station. Oh, absolutely. I can bring on a whole crowd of people for that if you want. Great. Well, thanks, and have a great evening. Had a great time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>